Yo, yo. Welcome to the Expert on Everything podcast. Another episode. Um, I appreciate everybody for tuning in last week. Um, I appreciate the feedback. It's good to be back. Um, I'm going to start uploading some of this content on YouTube. So like the clips that you've been seeing uh, floating around IG or Facebook. Not Twitter because I'm suspended on Twitter, but we'll get to that on this episode. Uh, but if you've been seeing these clips floating around, uh, the, the ultimate goal is to um, start uploading some content to YouTube. It ain't great because kind of a one-man show, but you know, it is what it is. We're going to make it do what it do. Um, but yeah. Also, a uh, big week next week. Maybe there'll be another pod, but next week, Juneteenth. Um, so shout out to all the ancestors for that. And um, happy Independence Day to us. Hopefully you're at a workplace that is going to celebrate that and, and show you uh, show you love accordingly. And uh, yeah, so let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. It's been a crazy week again, again. I guess, you know, everything is is wild these days. But um, I think I, I, I want to start off with kind of these celebrities, man, that have that already have a platform, not even really a celebrity, because I don't really consider, I don't even, I don't, what, what, what is a celebrity? These people that already have platforms, already get paid to talk, and wanting to be seen or chasing like a viral moment, it's like, dog, you're on TV every day, like you don't, you don't need to go viral, like we get it, like you, you're, you're stamped. Somebody on the network said you were good enough to be on the network, yet you still chase these moments, uh, which is crazy. Uh, last podcast talked about Shannon Sharp and him calling Julio Jones and you know asking him about his contract situation. And I felt like there's no way that Julio knew he was live on air. I also said that if you really cared about this person and they wanted to do it on air, you wouldn't let them do it on air uh, because that's, that's just not professional. Right. Um, so fast forward to your Monday, Monday or Tuesday. What are we right now? Today is Tuesday. So fast forward to yesterday. So you'll get this podcast tomorrow. It's Wednesday, whatever. Anyway, fast forward to Monday. Uh, it comes out that Julio allegedly had no idea that that call was being made live on air. Um, which I tend to agree with. I, I tend to feel like he didn't know. Um, being an Alabama fan, being a Julio fan, uh, that for him to do that on air just seems out of character. And for Shannon Sharp to do that seems real 2021-ish. Where people that are already on TV already have a platform, try to get even more of a platform because it seems like now there's so many modes of communication, so many ways to get your information that even people on TV feel pressure to break a story or be the first one to report something. So felt like he went out of his way to say, hey, I got the inside scoop on Julio while Julio had no idea what he was doing. He trusted that man with this information that he wouldn't provide that information on 
a national platform, uh, which is unfortunate that he did. Uh, whether he knew or whether he didn't know or whether it was planned or whether it wasn't planned, still not a good look for Shannon Sharp. I, I, I don't really prescribe to him anyway because he's loud and ignorant, doesn't really know what the hell he's talking about. And on a side note, I'll be so glad when LeBron either retires or goes to another team because I'm tired of him cheering for the Lakers. Um, he's the most uh, ignorant Laker fan I've seen in a while. Ignorant and loud. Like, he just has this platform and he just won't shut up about it. Like, just shut up, dog. Just shut up. So when LeBron retires or, or leaves the Lakers, I'll, I'll be happy about that. Also, when LeBron retires or leaves the Lakers, I don't know what the fuck their show is going to do. I don't know what that network is going to do. Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless. What are y'all going to do when LeBron retires? Their whole show, the first, Colin Coward, they're, literally their first six hours of TV is about LeBron James every day, whether he's in the playoffs or not. LeBron's a great player. I get it. But y'all got to work on something else. Um, but anyway, back to the point, the larger point. I don't understand why someone with the platform, someone that's on TV every day, has the need or the feel to want to expose a player or expose something. Which brings me to Jay Williams of ESPN. Um, this morning, <laughs> he says that Kevin Durant told him don't fucking compare him to Giannis. Don't compare him. Um, and Kevin Durant responds and says Jay Williams is lying. He says it's a fucking lie. And basically says, echoes the same sentiments that I had about Shannon Sharp's little fiasco last week. Um, why are you going out of your way for these people that are on TV that will literally get rid of you at the drop of a dime and you risk ruining a lifetime, a lifelong relationship or friendship? Now, Kevin Durant said Jay Williams was lying. I'll take KD at his word. Maybe. However, I do know that Jay Williams and Kevin Durant were at least pretty cool. And which is weird for me because I find Jay Williams to be pretty fucking awkward and weird. Um, stumbles over his words a lot. Sounds like he always has spit in his mouth when he talks. I just find it to be weird. Maybe he doesn't have spit in his mouth. I don't know, but sounds like it. And he stumbles over his words. But I do know that they had a pretty good relationship. If you all remember when Kevin Durant launched his show, The Boardroom, Jay Williams was the first co-host or the first host of that show. Probably don't remember because probably didn't watch it, but there is, uh, Kevin Durant does have a production called Boardroom where he brings individuals in, mostly people that are already affluent that don't need a platform. I'll just throw that out there. Um, mostly people that are already affluent that don't need a platform. He brings them in, he talks to them about how they got rich. Normally it's because they were already born rich. So go figure. Um, they were born rich and then they made some investments and got richer. So, but anyway, Jay Williams was the first co-host or host of that show. So when he goes on TV and he says, Kevin Durant told me, 
don't compare him to Giannis. I believe Jay Williams. I'll take Kevin Durant at his word that he didn't say it, but I tend to believe Jay Williams that Kevin Durant did say that. He didn't say that for Jay Williams to then go on national TV to shit on Giannis, but he's saying that like as a friend, like when I'm talking to my homeboys and they say you like this or like, I'm like, don't compare me to that motherfucker. Like I'm not him. Not saying that I'm better or worse or he's better or worse, but just don't compare me to him. That's all that I'm saying. And that's probably all that he was saying. But we know in this hypersensitive culture, super hypersensitive basketball, NBA players that have to see each other for at least seven games, or at least four games, because that's all the fucking Bucks are gonna get out of this is four games anyway. Um, they gotta see each other, they gotta play each other. So he wants to keep that respect level at, you know, let's just be respectful. So I understand that. But it brings me to the larger point of even if he told you that, Jay Williams, why would you go on national TV and say that? Like, some shit is sacred. Some shit that you say or do off camera or behind clothes. Like, everything can't be on the record, my guy. Everything cannot be on the record. And that's why Shannon Sharp, that motherfucker, he can probably cancel. His phone probably won't ring, ever because you went after a viral moment. Jay Williams, dog. I've seen Steven Jackson come out and say that people really don't even fool with you like that, but it's Steven Jackson, so who knows? People could really deal with you. I feel like at some level, people do have to deal with you. And I also feel like you had a relationship with KD where he would tell you don't compare him with anyone. Um, but as far as like getting a scoop or breaking news, um, y'all can cancel that shit. That's why a lot of people are like, we're all the black news breakers in basketball. Uh, you got Shams. I think he's working for the Athletic. And then you got Woj that works for ESPN. Um, one uh, Indian guy, he's from India, which is Shams. And then a white guy, which is Woj, that breaks all the NBA news. Why? Why? Like, it's not like... Black people don't have the scoop. It's not like black people aren't in these circles. But they don't trust you motherfuckers. Because y'all do shit like that. When Shams and Woj break a story, it's always sources. It's always according to someone within the organization. It's never, Kevin Durant told me, don't motherfucking compare him to shit. It's never that. It's never, let me call fucking Julio Jones on the phone so you can hear him say for himself that he's not going back to Atlanta. It's never that. It's always in a manner where the person who gave them the information, that person is protected. But you motherfuckers want to go viral so bad and be the face of whatever the fuck's going on so bad that you not only ruin your little bit of credibility that you have, but you put the player in a bad situation. Well, they got to answer for some shit you said, or you did. Just to put that on top of the other shit that they're already dealing with. Now they got to deal with the shit you did. 
I don't get it, man. This is the fucking matrix where you already have grown men on TV making really respectable salaries and chasing fucking... You want to be a fucking Kardashian. That shit is weird. That shit is weird. And motherfuckers, even with Stephen A, and people will be like, oh, well, he's he's not right all the time. I told you last time. He ain't fucking right all the time. As a matter of fact, I've been in a situation where someone's told me something. And just because it doesn't happen doesn't mean that it wasn't the intent for that to happen. So it doesn't necessarily mean you were wrong. It just means that the circumstances change. And at the end of the day, once the circumstances change, your information did not change. It makes you look like you're wrong. Food for thought. But also on that note, you never hear Stephen A. Smith say, let me get Julio on the phone. Or this motherfucker told me that. It's a way to do this, man. It's a way to do this. And it's a reason why there is only two people that are breaking NBA news. There's only one person that's breaking NFL news. Because y'all don't know how to fucking keep your mouth shut. You don't know how to protect the source. And that shit is weird. Now, where I found out about the Jay Williams thing was on Twitter. (sighs) Before I got kicked off Twitter today. I have seen millions of people get kicked off Facebook for some of the dumbest shit. And I'm always like, how do y'all get kicked off Facebook? Like, I've never been kicked off Facebook. I don't understand what's going on. Like, what are y'all saying? And then today, I get suspended from Twitter. Funniest shit ever. Uh, The dude, uh, Jason Whitlock, signed with Fox. I can't remember the name of who he went over there with. But anyway, he's right at home. Uh, and I, I tweeted, <laughs> I, I responded to the tweet. Uh, of course he went to Fox. He's right at home. He's about to go show Candace Owens how her daddy really coons. I thought it was funny. Thought it was clever. Candace Owens can't get a job at Fox. Um, I thought it was good. So I go back to check and see who's really pissed off at me because over there on Twitter, people get really pissed off. They really like who they like and they go super fucking hard. Call you all kind of bitches and motherfuckers and all kind of shit. So you gotta have thick skin to survive on Twitter. So I go back to check my mentions to see who's going crazy, see who's mad. Lo and behold, fucking Twitter's mad. Twitter, not the people Not the Jason Whitlock lovers. Not Jason Whitlock. Twitter. Actual Twitter. Pissed. They told me that I was violating the policies of Twitter by something about race. And they told me that I was suspended for only 12 hours. But if I continued this behavior, I could be suspended indefinitely like Trump. They didn't say like Trump, but that's the first thing. It said it's been suspended indefinitely. And in my mind, it immediately read like Trump. Um, so I was like, damn, that's crazy. I'm not out here, I'm not even out here spreading misinformation about fucking insurrection. I just called this motherfucker a coon. So it asked, 
Would you like to appeal? Yeah, hell yeah, I want to appeal. I asked one simple question in my appeal. It didn't get overturned, but I asked one simple question. I said, are you telling me that Jason Whitlock is in a coon? That was my response. Because I feel like he's a coon. I also feel like if you know who he is, and you know his work, you would agree. So that was my simple question to Twitter. Are you telling me that you don't think Jason Woodlock is a coon? I don't know. That was, that was my question to them. Furthermore, I don't know how many of you all frequent Twitter, but this fucking porn on Twitter. Literally. Not like I wasn't looking for it, but some people repost some shit and then you get caught down a fucking rabbit hole of what the fuck is this? It's literally porn on, I can't call it a coon a coon, but I can scroll and it just be like, best ass eating contest. Nick, Nick, what? How? And that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. I could be like scrolling news, news, news. Oh, he got traded. He got traded. Ass eating. What? And that's because somebody reposted it or retweeted it or now it's quoted it. Um, not because I'm looking for it, but there's literally porn on Twitter. And I can't call Jason Woodlock a coon. And I just find that shit amazing. Amazing. Uh, one of my boys told me, though, he heard he heard Umar Johnson call them Negro bots. And I was like, man, I wish I would have had this information earlier. I would have, my account wouldn't have got suspended. Because I guess I can call them Negro bots. I don't know. I don't know if that's against their terms and stipulations and I get banned forever like Trump. I don't know. I don't know how those two things are the same. I don't know. But yeah, man, that was my experience on Twitter. So moral of the Twitter story is don't call Whitlock a coon. If you don't have an OnlyFans or if you want to promote your OnlyFans, do it on Twitter. Because you can show porn on there. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what to say about that, but you know, I can, I can say now I have officially been banned from a social media site. I think my 12 hours is up by now, but fuck them. Uh, so moving right along, uh, Kwame Brown is, is still at it. We won't go into too much detail what he's talking about. Kind of talking about the same shit. Um, calling people out, but he has this beef going right now with this dude, Tommy, Tommy Sotomayor, uh, which is ironically one of the people that he was giving a shout out to when he first started this whole fuck everybody thing. Uh, he was giving that guy a lot of credit, but now they're beefing because I guess Kwame didn't do his show. And while I was suspended on Twitter, I made use of my extra time and uh, did some research on this dude. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> like, um, that guy's an idiot. Uh, there's really not much else for me to say. 
And I think the weird shit is, like, we creators get caught up in, like, who's watching or who's listening to what we're doing or what we're creating. Because we obviously, we do it because we enjoy doing it, because we love doing it, but obviously we want people to listen, like, or what would be the point in, in doing any of this? So, when I went and researched this dude, what I found was amazing. Welcome to the External Everything Podcast, another episode. Um, I appreciate everybody for tuning in last week. Um, I appreciate the feedback. It's good to be back. Um, I'm going to start uploading some of this content on YouTube. So like the clips that you've been seeing uh, floating around IG or Facebook. Not Twitter because I'm suspended on Twitter, but we'll get to that on this episode. Uh, but if you've been seeing these clips floating around, uh, the, the ultimate goal is to um, start uploading some content to YouTube. It ain't great because kind of a one-man show, but, you know, it is what it is. We're going to make it do what it do. Um, but, yeah. Also, a big week next week. Maybe there'll be another pod, but next week, Juneteenth. Um, so, shout out to all the ancestors for that. And um, happy Independence Day to us. Hopefully you're at a workplace that is going to celebrate that and, and show you uh, show you love accordingly. And uh, yeah, so let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. It's been a crazy week again, again. I guess, you know, everything is is wild these days. But um, I think I, I want to start off with kind of these celebrities, man, that have that already have a platform, not even really a celebrity, because I don't really consider, I don't even, I don't, what the fuck, what is a celebrity? These people that already have platforms, already get paid to talk, and wanting to be seen or chasing like a viral moment, it's like, dog, you're on TV every day, like, you don't, you don't need to go viral, like, we get it, like, you, you're, you're stamped. Somebody on the network said you were good enough to be on the network. Yet you still chase these moments, um, which is crazy. Uh, last podcast talked about Shannon Sharp and him calling Julio Jones and you know asking him about his contract situation. And I felt like there's no way that Julio knew he was live on air. I also said that if you really cared about this person and they wanted to do it on air, you wouldn't let them do it on air uh, because that's that's just not professional. Right. Um, so fast forward to your Monday, Monday or Tuesday. What are we right now? Today is Tuesday. So fast forward to yesterday. So you'll get this podcast tomorrow. It's Wednesday, whatever. Anyway, fast forward to Monday. Uh, it comes out that Julio allegedly 
had no idea that that call was being made live on air. Um, which I tend to agree with. I, I tend to feel like he didn't know. Um, being an Alabama fan, being a Julio fan, uh, that for him to do that on air just seems out of character. And for Shannon Sharp to do that seems real 2021-ish. Where people that are already on TV already have a platform, try to get even more of a platform because it seems like now there's so many modes of communication, so many ways to get your information that even people on TV feel pressure to break a story or be the first one to report something. So felt like he went out of his way to say, hey, I got the inside scoop on Julio while Julio had no idea what he was doing. He trusted that man with this information that he wouldn't provide that information on a national platform, uh, which is unfortunate that he did. Uh, whether he knew or whether he didn't know or whether it was planned or whether it wasn't planned, still not a good look for Shannon Sharp. I I, I don't really prescribe to him anyway because he's loud and ignorant, doesn't really know what the hell he's talking about. And on a side note, I'll be so glad when LeBron either retires or goes to another team because I'm tired of him cheering for the Lakers. Um, he's the most uh, ignorant Laker fan I've seen in a while. Ignorant and loud. Like, he just has this platform and he just won't shut up about it. Like, just shut up, dog. Just shut up. So, when LeBron retires or, or leaves the Lakers, I'll be happy about that. Also, when LeBron retires or leaves the Lakers, I don't know what the fuck their show's gonna do. I don't know what that network is gonna do. Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, what are y'all going to do when LeBron retires? Their whole show, the first, Colin Coward, they're literally their first six hours of TV is about LeBron James every day, whether he's in the playoffs or not. LeBron's a great player, I get it, but y'all gotta work on something else. Um, but anyway, back to the point, the larger point. I don't understand why someone with a platform, someone that's on TV every day, has the need or the feel to want to expose a player or expose something. Which brings me to Jay Williams of ESPN. Um, this morning, <laughs> he says that Kevin Durant told him, don't fucking compare him to Giannis. Don't compare him. Um, and Kevin Durant responds and says, Jay Williams is lying. He says it's a fucking lie. And basically says, echoes the same sentiments that I had about Shannon Sharp's little fiasco last week. Um, why are you going out of your way for these people that are on TV that will literally get rid of you at the drop of a dime and you risk ruining a lifetime, a lifelong relationship or friendship? Now, Kevin Durant said Jay Williams was lying. I'll take KD at his word. Maybe. However, I do know that Jay Williams and Kevin Durant were at least pretty cool. And which is weird for me because I find Jay Williams to be pretty fucking awkward and weird. Um, 
stumbles over his words a lot. Sounds like he always has spit in his mouth when he talks. I just find it to be weird. Maybe he doesn't have spit in his mouth. I don't know. But sounds like it. And he stumbles over his words. But I do know that they had a pretty good relationship. If you all remember, when Kevin Durant launched his show, The Boardroom, Jay Williams was the first co-host or the first host of that show. Probably don't remember because probably didn't watch it. But there is, uh, Kevin Durant does have a production called Boardroom where he brings individuals in, mostly people that are already affluent that don't need a platform. I'll just throw that out there. Um, mostly people that are already affluent that don't need a platform. He brings them in, he talks to them about how they got rich. Normally it's because they were already born rich. So go figure. Um, they were born rich and then they made some investments and got richer. So, but anyway. Jay Williams was the first co-host or host of that show. So when he goes on TV and he says, Kevin Durant told me, don't compare him to Giannis. I believe Jay Williams. I'll take Kevin Durant at his word that he didn't say it, but I tend to believe Jay Williams that Kevin Durant did say that. He didn't say that for Jay Williams to then go on national TV to shit on Giannis, but he's saying that like as a friend, like when I'm talking to my homeboys and they say you like this or like, I'm like, don't compare me to that motherfucker. Like I'm not him. Not saying that I'm better or worse or he's better or worse, but just don't compare me to him. That's all that I'm saying. And that's probably all that he was saying. But we know in this hypersensitive culture, super hypersensitive basketball, NBA players that have to see each other for at least seven games, or at least four games, because that's all the fucking Bucks are gonna get out of this is four games anyway. Um, they gotta see each other, they gotta play each other. So he wants to keep that respect level at, you know, let's just be respectful. So I understand that. But it brings me to the larger point of even if he told you that, Jay Williams, why would you go on national TV and say that? Like, some shit is sacred. Some shit that you say or do off camera or behind clothes. Like, everything can't be on the record, my guy. Everything cannot be on the record. And that's why Shannon Sharp, that motherfucker, he can probably cancel. His phone probably won't ring, ever because you went after a viral moment. Jay Williams, dog. I seen Steven Jackson come out and say that people really don't even fool with you like that, but it's Steven Jackson, so who knows? People could really deal with you. I feel like at some level, people do have to deal with you. And I also feel like you had a relationship with KD where he would tell you don't compare him with anyone. Um, but as far as like getting a scoop or breaking news, um, y'all can cancel that shit. That's why a lot of people are like, where are all the black news breakers in basketball? Uh, you got Shams. I think he's working for The Athletic. And then you got Woj that works for ESPN. Um, one uh, Indian guy, he's from India, which is Shams. And then a white guy, which is Woj, that breaks all the NBA news. Why? Why? Like, it's not like... Black people don't have the scoop. It's not like black people aren't in these circles. 
But they don't trust you motherfuckers because y'all do shit like that. When Shams and Woj break a story, it's always sources. It's always according to someone within the organization. It's never Kevin Durant told me don't motherfucking compare him to shit. It's never that. It's never let me call fucking Julio Jones on the phone so you can hear him say for himself that he's not going back to Atlanta. It's never that. It's always in a manner where the person who gave them the information, that person is protected. But you motherfuckers want to go viral so bad and be the face of whatever the fuck's going on so bad that you not only ruin your little bit of credibility that you have, but you put the player in a bad situation where they got to answer for some shit you said or you did. Just to put that on top of the other shit that they're already dealing with. Now they got to deal with the shit you did. I don't get it, man. This is the fucking matrix where you already have grown men on TV making really respectable salaries and chasing fucking... You want to be a fucking Kardashian. That shit is weird. That shit is weird. And motherfuckers... Even with Stephen A. And people will be like, oh, well, he's wrong. he's not right all the time. I told you last time. He ain't fucking right all the time. As a matter of fact, I've been in a situation where someone's told me something. And just because it doesn't happen doesn't mean that it wasn't the intent for that to happen. So it doesn't necessarily mean you were wrong. It just means that the circumstances change. And at the end of the day, once the circumstances change, your information did not change. It makes you look like you're wrong. Food for thought. But also on that note, you never hear Stephen A. Smith say, let me get Julio on the phone. Or this motherfucker told me that. It's a way to do this, man. It's a way to do this. And it's a reason why there is only two people that are breaking NBA news. There's only one person that's breaking NFL news. Because y'all don't know how to fucking keep your mouth shut. You don't know how to protect the source. And that shit is weird. Now, where I found out about the Jay Williams thing was on Twitter. (sighs) Before I got kicked off Twitter today, I have seen millions of people get kicked off Facebook for some of the dumbest shit. And I'm always like... How do y'all get kicked off Facebook? Like, I've never been kicked off Facebook. I don't understand what's going on. Like, what are y'all saying? Then today, I get suspended from Twitter. Funniest shit ever. Uh, The dude, uh, Jason Whitlock, signed with Fox. I can't remember the name of who he went over there with. But anyway, he's right at home. Uh, And I I tweeted... (laughs) As I responded to the tweet, uh, of course he went to Fox. He's right at home. He's about to go show Candace Owens how her daddy really coons. I thought it was funny. Thought it was clever. Candace Owens can't get a job at Fox. Um, I thought it was good. 
So I go back to check and see who's really pissed off at me because over there on Twitter, people get really pissed off. They really like who they like and they go super fucking hard. Call you all kind of bitches and motherfuckers and all kind of shit. So you gotta have thick skin to survive on Twitter. So I go back to check my mentions to see who's going crazy, see who's mad. Lo and behold, fucking Twitter's mad. Twitter, not the people, not the Jason Whitlock lovers, not Jason Whitlock, Twitter, actual Twitter, pissed. They told me that I was violating the policies of Twitter by something about race. And they told me that I was suspended for only 12 hours, but if I continued this behavior, I could be suspended indefinitely, like Trump. They didn't say like Trump, but that's the first thing. It said it's suspended indefinitely. And in my mind, it immediately read like Trump. Um, so I was like, damn, that's crazy. I'm not out, I'm not even out here spreading misinformation about fucking insurrection. I just called this motherfucker a coon. So it asked, would you like to appeal? Yeah, hell yeah, I want to appeal. I asked one simple question in my appeal. It didn't get overturned, but I asked one simple question. I said, are you telling me that Jason Whitlock isn't a coon? That was my response. Because I feel like he's a coon. I also feel like if you know who he is and you know his work, you would agree. So that was my simple question to Twitter. Are you telling me that you don't think Jason Whitlock is a coon? I don't know. That was, that was my question to them. Furthermore, I don't know how many of you all frequent Twitter? But this fucking porn on Twitter. Literally. Not like I wasn't looking for it. But some people repost some shit and then you get caught down a fucking rabbit hole of what the fuck is this? It's literally porn on. I can't call it a coon a coon. But I can scroll and it just be like best ass eating contest. Like, like what? How? And that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. I could be like scrolling news, news, news. Oh, he got traded. He got traded. Ass eating. What? And that's because somebody reposted it or retweeted it. Or now it's quoted it. Um, not because I'm looking for it, but there's literally porn on Twitter. And I can't call Jason Woodlock a coon. And I just find that shit amazing. Amazing. Uh, one of my boys told me though he heard he heard Umar Johnson call them Negro bots, and I was like, man, I wish I would have had this information earlier. I would have my account would have got suspended. Cause I guess I can call them Negro bot. I don't know. I don't know if that's against their terms and stipulations, and I get banned forever like Trump. I don't know. I don't know how those two things are the same. I don't know, but yeah, man, that was my experience on Twitter. So, moral of the Twitter story is don't call Whitlock a coon. If you don't have an OnlyFans or if you want to promote your OnlyFans, do it on Twitter. 
show porn on there. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what to say about that, but you know, I can I can say now I have officially been banned from a social media site. I think my 12 hours is up by now, but fuck them. Uh, so moving right along, uh, Kwame Brown is, is still at it. We won't go into too much detail what he's talking about. Kind of talking about the same shit, um, calling people out. But he has this beef going right now with this dude, Tom, Tommy Sotomayor, uh, which is ironically one of the people that he was giving a shout out to when he first started this whole fuck everybody thing. Uh, he was giving that guy a lot of credit. But now they're beefing because I guess Kwame didn't do his show. And while I was suspended on Twitter, I made use of my extra time and uh, did some research on this dude. That guy's an idiot. <laughs> like, um, that guy's an idiot. I, there's really not much else for me to say. And I think the weird shit is, like, we creators get caught up in like who's watching or who's listening to what we're doing or what we're creating because we obviously we do it because we enjoy doing it because we love doing it but obviously we want people to listen like or what would be the point in in doing any of this so when I went and researched this dude what I found was amazing 